is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. It's Jacqueline with SystemsForSelfCare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. Today is Tipsy Tuesday, and I know we usually talk about something with meals or we talk about something with movement. I want to talk about mindset today. It's been a while. I know that mindset is kind of woven into the things that we talk about with food and with movement, but it also um, is important to just kind of tackle on its own. And kind of under the umbrella of mindset, I think about body image and, you know, what you say to yourself about yourself in your head, or maybe even aloud, but a lot of times um, we say really mean things to ourselves in our head about ourselves. I can remember back in 2016, 2016 specifically, I remember at the beginning of the year, um, we, I had just moved to Atlanta. Right. And I'm sure I was doing this at other times in my life, but this is the first time that I had really noticed, like become aware that this was something that I was doing. But I, I remember walking into the bathroom. So our bathroom was connected to our bedroom in Atlanta, getting up from bed, walking into the bathroom, looking in the mirror and being like, you're so ugly, Jacqueline. And I realized like, I was like, holy crap, like, do I really like that? Maybe that was the person I said it out loud and like really noticed it. But I was like, I do this every morning. Like I look in the mirror and I look at myself and the first thing that I have to say about myself is something negative is about my appearance and that there's something wrong with me. I mean, goodness, I just woke up, woke up from sleeping. And the first thing that I have to say about myself is something negative about about my appearance. Right. And then from there would get into the shower and look down at my thighs and would start crying about my thighs, not being Barbie thin and you know, like that, like this obsession with my thighs and this obsession with, um, not being pretty enough was rampant in my twenties and early thirties. And I think I just kind of got to a point where I was like, I'm kind of sick of this. (laughs) Like I'm sick and tired of being my worst enemy, being the biggest jerk to myself. Um, And what, like, why, why do I have to be pretty? Why do I have to call myself ugly? Why do I have to live up to the standard of like, oh, you know, you don't look like someone on a magazine. You don't look like someone um, that is in a television show or in in the movies. And this was, you know, back then this wasn't when Instagram was as uh, big as it is now, but yeah, like just this, um, this obsession, sorry, there's a dog outside running and I got nervous that I was going to have to go outside and save this dog. Okay. He's running back to his owner's son. But anyways, this obsession with, um, why, why did I have to be obsessed with my parents and looking a certain way and not living up to these expectations? And like, we can say it's society's expectations and this pressure. And it's like, but like, I am playing a part in this, right? Like I am the one that's allowing these things to be in my head. I'm allowing myself to be consumed by these things. And so, yeah, it sucks that we have the pressure from magazines and movies and social media, but like, I don't have to, I don't have to allow that into my life. I can set up boundaries so that this isn't (laughs) the life that I'm living where I'm just constantly 
picking at myself. Right. And so this really was around the time that I let go of having a perfect body. I let go of having size zero or size two pants. Like that was my goal was to get to like 125 pounds and be like a size zero or a size two and, um, have Barbie thin legs. That was my goal. And so around this time I was like, you know, (laughs) I'm kind of sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of trying to do a million different diets. I'm sick and tired of doing extreme exercise plans. I'm sick and tired of failing. I'm sick and tired of being a jerk to myself. Like, is this my life? Like, you know, I was in my early thirties at this point. I was like, is this the rest of my life? Like, is this what I want for my thirties? This is what I want for my forties. Right. And also I remember Paul was big on this, but he was like, you can get the perfect body, but once you get there, it's still not going to be enough. You're still going to find something else wrong with you to fix. So even though like you think like, ah, once I get those Barbie thin legs, then I'll be happy. And it's like, no, then you'll find, I, you know, I found plenty of things wrong with me. My nose, like I started getting obsessed with my nose and how it's not super thin. And it's kind of like round. I would get obsessed with the wrinkles on my forehead. Um, and like, maybe I need to get Botox to fix these wrinkles. Right. So this was like, again, you you can keep finding different things that are wrong with you and your body that you need to fix. Or you can just be like, you know what? <laughs> it's good enough. It's good enough. I, it's fine. Um, I, so I had to let go. I had to let go of all of these external goals for my body. I had to let go of this perfect image of myself. I had to let go of all of these things that I thought were going to make me happy, but I ultimately weren't making me happy. were making me very unhappy and unhealthy and obsessed. Right. So I had to let go of those things. So what I want to talk about today is four tips to help you, you know, have a more positive relationship with yourself, a more positive relationship with your body image. Um, and if not positive, um, at least neutral, I say this because I don't, I'm not someone who, when you look at like Dove commercials and you see, oh, I love every inch of my, I don't love every inch of my body. I don't like that my thighs aren't Barbie thin, but it's not, I'm not, I'm no longer obsessed about them being Barbie thin. Um, I don't look at my thighs and start crying. I'm just like, oh yeah, those are my thighs. Like I have bigger thighs. I have a bigger butt. I'm very, very small and petite on top and just round on the bottom. It is what it is. I don't love it. It just is what it is. Like I can move on with it. Um, there are things that, you know, about my partner, about my husband, like there are things that, um, I, it's not my favorite about him, but I'm not going to pick at it. It's just like, Oh, that's him. You know, there's things about that, about myself. Like, okay, I don't love this. I don't absolutely love this, but I don't have to pick at it and obsess over and try to make it perfect and make myself miserable anymore. Okay. So here are four tips to at least have a more neutral relationship with yourself. So number one, um, let go and unfollow the things that are not bringing you joy and happiness and helping you be a better person. So that might mean letting go of a number on the scale. That might mean letting go of, um, maybe you, oh, this is what I weighed in high school, letting go of that number. 
letting go of a pant size or a dress size, letting go of that ex- that number, that made up number that you think that you're going to be happier when you reach that number. And along with letting go, unfollow. Um, unfollow people on social media who aren't helping you feel good about yourself. Unfollow um, podcasts <laughs> that aren't helping you. Um, throw out magazines. This is something that my clients do. We unfollow you. Unfollow people um, on social media. I've also had clients throw out all of your diet magazines and your diet cookbooks. One of my clients, she went through and she had so many keto and paleo and Atkins cookbooks and she donated them, right? Maybe they're great. Maybe they have great recipes in it, but if you, if it's not helping you get rid of it, unfollow, let go, throw out. Um, you really want to have boundaries around the life that you want to create. And you have to protect that. There are going to be things that are competing for your attention and competing for your money, And you have to set up boundaries. If you don't set up boundaries, you're going to latch on to every diet, every every cookbook, every program, every system, every product to, you know, make you perfect, right? Like I had to let go of the idea of getting Botox. Like I had to let go of that. I have wrinkles on my forehead. It is what it is. I had to let go unfollow, unsubscribe, all of that stuff and kind of create this like happier bubble. Um, My social media is no longer like a bunch of transformation photos. Like my social media is about running. It's about mental health. Um, There's some food stuff in there, but it's um, or there's some travel stuff in there as well. There's my social media is not transformation photos. So you, you really do have to let go, unfollow, unsubscribe and create those boundaries for yourself. So that's number one, all kind of together. Number two, if you're that person that you walk into the mirror, like I was sharing, I would walk into the bathroom and I would look at myself in the mirror and I would say something mean to myself. And I would look at my thighs in the bat in the shower and I would start crying. If you're that negative about yourself right now, maybe you can't get to positive right away, but you can just get to neutral. Okay. So neutral would just be not saying anything at all. If you have nothing nice to say, not saying anything at all. So going to the bathroom and you usually say, oh my gosh, you're so ugly. You're so fat. You're such a slob. You're the worst person in the world. Just not saying anything or saying something neutral. Like, Hey, there you are. Good morning. Saying that in the mirror. And it feels silly and it feels, it feels silly, but like you really do have to practice saying something different in your head, it's like creating a new neural pathway. It's so easy. It's been well, that, um, that habit has been well grooved, Um, you being a jerk to yourself. So you have to practice, um, deliberately practice saying something else to yourself or deliberately practice, stop yourself from saying those mean things. If you look down in the shower at your body and you start crying, maybe this is the time that you don't look at your body. Maybe you're like, you know, I'm taking five minute showers. I'm getting in here. I'm showering. I'm getting out. This is my friend balance. She talks about, she told me about showering like a monk instead of getting lost in your thoughts. Um, get in the shower, get your stuff done and get on with your day. Um, don't waste so much time picking at yourself. Okay. So that was number one and number two. So number one was like, go and follow and subscribe. Number two, say neutral things instead of saying mean things. Number three, um, this is 
write, <laughs> W-R-I-T-E, write, write some stuff that you like about yourself that has nothing to do with your appearance, right? Um, so things that, you know, like, hey, it's pretty cool that my legs are strong enough to carry me to run a mile or a 5K or a marathon, or it's pretty cool that my legs um, you know, can carry me on my daily walk, or it's pretty cool that I can squat, you know, a hundred pounds. It's pretty cool. Whatever. Um, write some stuff that you like about yourself. And it can be about your body's ability instead of just its appearance. Okay. So that's number three. And you know how I talk about like, take daily action. Like you have to be consistent with this. You got to practice this stuff. Um, you have to be deliberate about practicing this. So one of the things I have my clients do is like write this stuff every single day. They use the three to one journaling method, but you could really use anything you want. You really could just like every day I'm going to write one thing I like about myself. One thing that I like about what I can do. Um, one thing that has nothing to do with my body's appearance. Okay. Number three, or sorry, number four, <laughs> read books. So we talked about unsubscribing, unfollowing, um, the crap out there, recent books. Now, what I like about books is that it's a form of media that's it's like slow media instead of fast and quick um, and distracting and mind numbing reading books. It takes focus. Um, it takes thoughtfulness. It slows you down. Um, I think sometimes people struggle with reading because they're so addicted to all of the lights and sounds and quick images that TV and um, social media give you, but reading really slows you down and you can get lost in the book. And so I want to suggest some books that have really helped me when it comes to body image or my mental health and my mindset and, you know, just taking care of myself. So the first one is Louise Hay, um, H-A-Y, the author's name, and it's called Mirror Work, 21 Days to Heal Your Life. So talked about you know, getting to neutral while when you're in the mirror. Um, this book particularly will help you be more positive to yourself. It's uncomfortable. I've had clients use this book. It's uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you that you do have to say kind things to yourself in the mirror. So this might not be the first book that you want to start with, but it, I highly recommend this book um, to get to eventually. Um, but yeah, it's you, you're for, she forces you to say kind things to yourself and you do start to realize like, if this is uncomfortable now, you know, am I really going to be all that happy with myself once I get to that goal weight? Or do I need to practice being happy with myself now, being comfortable with myself now, being accepting of myself now, even with all of my imperfections and with all my flaws, right? Um, like I talked about, like my husband has imperfections and flaws and I still accept him and I still love him and I'm not a jerk and picking at him. And um, we can accept ourselves and our flaws and our imperfections and not pick at ourselves. Um, and this book really helps. So mirror work, that's the first one. Um, Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass. Um, I think this is an, 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 excuse me, another amazing book and an, another really great author. Um, one of the things that I like about Jen Sincero is that she is sarcastic and funny and just a real person that you'd want to hang out with, but she's also struggled. You can tell that she struggled with confidence at, at times in her life. And now she's just like this all-star writer, but her books are really, they're down to earth, really easy to read. Um, and I think that there are good, if you haven't read self-help books I, before, I think that it's a good starter book to get into. It's really easy concepts. 
Um, the next book, this is actually a book that Paul got for me years ago, and it's by Brene Brown, another amazing author, anything by Brene Brown, um, The Gifts of Imperfection, Let Go of Who You Think You're Supposed to Be and Embrace Who You Are. This is another book that I'll read over and over and different parts hit me. And I know that the last part, you know, the last time I read it, something that stuck out to me was the role of media and how we feel about ourselves, right? And I know this podcast podcasts are a form of media, and I hope this podcast helps you feel good about yourself. It's never my intention to make you feel not good about yourself. Um, but one of the things that Brene Brown talks about is like, if something is making you feel bad about yourself, start to think about like, are they trying to sell me something, right? So if you watch a commercial and they're talking about you know, aging and wrinkles, it's like, oh yeah, I, I have wrinkles on my forehead. Oh my gosh. Right. Wait, I, I'm feeling bad about myself. Are they creating a problem for me so that they can sell me a solution, right? Buy this wrinkle cream, right? Are they creating a problem so that they can sell me a solution? So they're like imp implementing a problem into your head so that they can sell a solution. And that is really what marketing it marketing is. And I don't think that that's necessarily bad, but it's just coming to understand, you know, what's being sold to you. And is this something that you actually need? I'm looking at some lotion I have on my desk right now. It's Eucerin. <laughs> it's intensive repair lotion. And there's marketing on here. It says very, it's for very dry and flaky skin, right? It's creating a problem. Oh, do you have very dry and flaky skin? ha, buy this solution, right? Lotion. This is not a bad thing. I need solution. I do have very dry and flaky skin, but it's something to really consider when you're seeing commercials and you're think, seeing things on social media. Um, what are, what problem are they creating and, you know, telling you that this is a problem and then selling a solution. Another example of this, of creating a problem and selling solution. I, I know I did a podcast about this months ago. Um, cellulite is like a very normal thing that like 90% of women have, um, less men. It's, it has to do with our hormones. It has to do with like our skin, but like 90% of people have this. I might've made that statistic up, but it is a high percentage, but beauty magazines created this. They, they named it cellulite and said, Hey, this is a problem. Um, this is gross. This is ugly. Look, we're going to sell you this solution. Buy this, buy this brush or buy this lotion or buy this wand, buy this thing that's going to magically make it go away. But like, it's, it's a normal thing that women have. And then they're selling a solution. So anyways, Brene Brown is really great. Um, going back to the book, The Gifts of Imperfection. It's okay if you have cellulite. You don't have to fix everything that's wrong with you. So those are some great authors. Um, honestly, anything by Janine Roth, I highly recommend. Um, I've talked about Women, Food, and God, but if you go, um, I've, I've actually sent these books to clients as well. Um, she has some really great other books, um, When Food is Love, Appetites, different things like that. Um, and what I love about Janine Roth too is that she, similar to what I teach, she wants you to have a balanced relationship with food. She wants you to, you know, be healthy. She doesn't want you to be yo-yoing where you're way on a diet or way off of a diet. Um, but there, there, there are steps to get there and you do have to unpack your story to get to being in that balanced place. So helpful book. So again, the four ways that I suggest, you know, feel happier with yourself, have a more positive body image, 
um, to really work on your mindset and your mental health. Number one, let go, unfollow, unsubscribe, um, let go of those goals that are not helping you unfollow those people on social media or unsubscribe for things that are not helping you actually feel happier and good about yourself. Number two, if you're really, really negative, start just saying neutral things about yourself or saying nothing at all. Number three, write W R I T E write some things about yourself that you like about yourself. Maybe it has to do with your ability. Maybe it has to do about, you know, how you are consistently taking action, write stuff about yourself that you like that has nothing to do with your appearance. And number four, read some books, put some really great knowledge in your head um, and reread these books over and over. You know, the books that I talk about, I don't just read them once. I go back and read them maybe a few months later or even a few years later and different things will stick out to you. Um, I also recommend using a different pen and writing in the book, keep this book, write in the book and use a different pen color every time you read it. And you'll kind of see how you how you change over the years, how you change over the months or how you change over the years. That's a really cool transformation to see. Um, it's a transformation that won't be shown in two, two photos on social media, but you'll know that you're, you're moving forward in your life. So I hope today's episode was helpful. If it was, remember you can support the podcast for that. You'll go to Ko-Fi, um, ko-fi.com slash Jacqueline Riccio Stover. Donate something to the podcast if this was helpful. This helps keep the podcast up and running. Um, all the free content coming for your coming your way. So again, go to Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash Jacqueline Riccio Stover to buy a cup of coffee, donate a coffee or two or three to keep the podcast running. And then if you're ready to jump in and dive in a little bit deeper and really work on your relationship with food, with movement, with your body. Um, work with me, go to systemsforselfcare.com to book a call with me. And we'll talk about where you are, where you want to be and the steps that we can take together to get you there. Again, go to systemsforselfcare.com. Have an amazing week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.